From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Many aspects of breastfeeding come naturally to mother and baby, but there can be challenges. New moms may benefit from seeing a lactation consultant or a specialist in breastfeeding medicine, a program that's available at Upstate Medical University. Here to discuss this program is Michelle Dwyer, a nurse and an international board-certified lactation consultant. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much, Amber. I'm happy to be here. Now, tell us what's involved in becoming internationally board certified. You're, were you a nurse first? Yes, a registered nurse. Um, there's a lot of money involved uh, to become licensed, but it is actually one of the hardest tests I've ever taken. Um, there's a lot of studying. There's a lot of um, SERPs involved. Um, and then when you sit down to take the test, it's an all-day affair. But I'm happy to say that I did obtain my license, and so now I'm licensed in a specialty that I absolutely love. Okay. Well, great. So let's talk about how the breastfeeding medicine program works at Upstate. We are very excited to be here. Um, It is physician-led. I work with Dr. Charlam. She's kind of, we're each other's right-hand man. She's a... Uh, obstetrician gynecologist or she uh, specializes in breast care um, conditions of the breast Um, so what I love about working there with her is that I essentially will bring moms in with breastfeeding issues that they have determined that they have if it gets beyond my scope of practice I have physicians available to me I have Dr. Charlam I have nurse practitioners um, so a mom does not have to pick up her baby, go to another facility. If I say, you know, you need a physician's care, we're kind of one-stop shopping. Now, is this only for um, mothers who deliver at Upstate? Not at all. That is one of the um, facets of our um, breastfeeding medicine program that I love is that anyone can come to seek assistance. And can self-refer. They don't have to go through. They, can, they do not have to be referred by their physician at all. And many times I will receive phone calls from mothers that they have just kind of Googled and came up with our number, which I'm very, very happy about. And there is, uh, I call it a warm line, where I pick up the phone and they will tell me what is going on. And I essentially triage. Can I help you? Can you come in here? Do you need to come in? Sometimes I can talk them through it over the phone, which Hmm. is wonderful because they do have a newborn um, that makes it hard for them to get out of the home. So, and the the newborn, the baby comes to the appointment if yes. if you need an appointment, right? So. Yes, yes, it's essential that we have the baby okay. come so that we can see how the baby is nursing at the breast, and that's one of the favorite parts of my job. <laughs> so, tell me, what are some of the specific reasons a breastfeeding mother may seek your services? One of the main um, things that happen with a breastfeeding mom is pain. Um, we all think that it's natural for a baby to just be shot out of the womb, go to the breast, and the baby will essentially do that. The mom may not feel pain right off the bat because she just delivered a baby. So we have all of these um, happy things going on in our body, so we don't really feel if something's uncomfortable. After two or three days with the baby latching the wrong way, we have skin breakdown and we have a mother who is dreading her baby coming to breast. And so that's when I hope they pick up the phone and call for help because that is probably the main problem that I I deal with, just 
healing the tissue and getting the baby back to breast. And so that can be something that can be fixed. Absolutely, it can be something that can be fixed. Uh, we, we determine why there is damage to the breast um, with the baby nursing. And essentially, it all comes down to the latch. If you If you get a comfortable latch everything else falls into place. You don't want to dread your baby coming to breast. You want to enjoy that. So there may be ways that the mom is holding the baby that wouldn't be as, there'd be better ways to hold the baby. Yes, and I try not to get too technical. I essentially have a mom bring her baby to the breast. I see how she's doing it, and then I'll tweak it ever so slightly. Baby needs to open their mouth a little wider. Mom needs to have a little bit more support on her back. Very, very simple, simple things, because the beauty of a newborn is they will find that breast. They will find a way to survive, and they'll do it in any way, shape, or form they can. I'm there to have it be the most comfortable um, experience for the mom. Is it usually a, a one-time visit, or there, is there follow-up after... There is absolutely follow-up, and that is um, another benefit of the breastfeeding medicine program. Mom will come in to see me. We'll determine the help that she needs. I call her within 24 hours because essentially they'll say to me, how am I going to do this if you're not there with me? Mm -hmm. And I have given them the tools, and I tell them, go home, practice. I am there for you. You can come back. You can come back the next day if you need to. Usually that doesn't have to happen. You know, I can talk to them over the phone, and um, it's the support. It's absolutely the support. Well, what are some ways that you tell um, families to create an environment that encourages breastfeeding at home? I first will say, and I'm probably old school, I will ask the mom, please put your phone down. Please put down that app that you've you've paid $1.99 for that's going to tell you how to breastfeed your baby. Don't Google anything. Look at your baby. Tune into your baby. Trust your instincts. And that would be the first thing I would do. Um, I don't want there to be a, um, an environment of someone told me to do this and I'm doing it and it's not working. Um, I heard that I had to do this and I'm trying to do it, but it's not working for me. Essentially, I want the family to take a breath. They have created a new life. There's a new little human in your home. It's going to upset the apple cart just because. Um, you brought this baby into the world, you're going to do fine. I leave mothers with two things. You have to love your baby, which is already being done, and you have to feed your baby. Let's not complicate them. We'll get it done in some way, shape, or form. Just take a breath. Does it help to have a certain um, chair to sit in to breastfeed or a certain routine? or the one th I do say get a comfortable chair. Or nurse on the couch if your couch is the most comfortable place in your home. Go to where you're happy. Go to the place where it's peaceful for you, where it's quiet. Have some snacks next to your chair. Crackers, cheese. Um, you don't have to drink gallons of water, gallons of milk. That's a myth. You have to keep yourself hydrated. Um, there's no have-tos with breastfeeding. There's just have yourself be comfortable tune into your baby, look at your baby, get that comfortable latch, and the rest usually will fall right into place for you. Okay. Um, now, what about dads? Are there things to, are there ways to involve dads? Absolutely. I love involving dads. Love it, love it, love it. There is nothing more satisfying and gratifying 
to see that father well up with tears when he sees that his crying baby, who is having difficulty latching to the breast, his wife, who is feeling like a failure, you come in, you give them the tools to get the baby to latch, you see the baby drinking, the mother starts to relax, she starts to smile, the dad will just, he is probably happier than everybody in the room because his baby's being fed, his wife is happy. Essentially, he can just kind of come down a notch because dads want to fix everything. They want to, you know, my wife's upset, we've got to fix this right now. And they're doing essentially what husbands and support uh, people do. Um, so, yes, I involve the dads because he will be there when she goes home. And so I show him what it is I'm doing. I've had dads take pictures because um, they don't want to forget once they right. get home. What did you do? And I, I was like, you go ahead, take your pictures. But I really, again, I want you to go back to what feels right to you, you know. They, so that role of support person, it sounds like it's pretty crucial to have. It is. Um, I really hone in on the, the moms who have no support. Um, we do have that population. And it's incredibly hard to sustain life for this new newborn and to live a difficult life, too, you know, with no support. So I really um, make sure that they know that I'm there for them once they leave. What's the current thinking on how long a mother should breastfeed? We would like them to breastfeed for a year. Um, it, it is recommended that they breastfeed for a year. Two years is like my perfect world, and I would love it if moms breastfed, if they're going to breastfeed until their baby goes to uh, preschool or kindergarten. There is no rule. There is no law. Um, if you can do a year, that's wonderful. We have many working mothers, the population. Moms have to go back to work, so they deserve a medal. Um, for continuing to give their baby breast milk once they return to work because they're separated from the baby. But we have that's why I'm there. I will set them up to make sure they pump. We go through milk storage. You can continue to breastfeed your baby or give your baby breast milk when you return back to work because moms are going back to work in six to eight weeks, 12 weeks if we're lucky. Um, so if you can get through that year, and that's one of the things I will have moms call me and say, I made it. I made it to that year. And that's a wonderful thing. They're very, very happy. Now, on the other side, do you have, are there moms that don't want anything to do with breastfeeding? Absolutely, they are. And um, my job is to just provide education. I give mothers information, and it's absolutely, ultimately, their decision how they're going to feed their baby. Um I know they love their baby. They're going to do what is right for their family. And I'm a wonderful resource for that, too, because mothers will go through engorgement if they're not breastfeeding. Milk will come into those breasts. So I essentially will help them how to care for those breasts because it is part of their body, and we don't want them to run into trouble. So I'm a resource for that. Um, they don't necessarily have to be breastfeeding to talk to me. I don't want them to feel that they have to be. Okay. Well, that brings me to the question of... Um Lactation counseling is mm -hmm. part of breastfeeding medicine, but mm -hmm. are there other things that breastfeeding medicine offers? Um, assessment um, is a big portion of our practice. Um, I'll have moms come in that physically can't breastfeed for a number of reasons. There could be hormonal reasons. There could be physically the, the um, their anatomy. 
um, milk supply. You know, they want to breastfeed. They're not able to produce any milk. So we go beyond. Um, it's one thing to get a baby to breast, but um, we need to have a milk supply. We need to have a baby who has a um, oral cavity, the mouth cavity, which is essentially working the right way. So not to get too technical, but if everything looks good, but it's still not working, the breastfeeding medicine program will essentially find out what it is that we need to address and set up a plan of action to see if we can resolve the issues for the mom. So there, you mentioned hormonal reasons. There may mm-hmm. be some medications that are needed? Absolutely, or? absolutely. Thyroid is a big, um, uh, you know, issue if it's not functioning properly. Um, everything has to essentially be in sync in the mother's body physically. And things can get out of whack, but that's what we are good at at the Breastfeeding Medicine Program. We'll find out what it is so that we can help you. Now, I'm not sure whether Central New York has anything like this, but I've seen um, breast milk cooperatives mm-hmm. online. Yes. Um, you can get donor breast milk. Um, and the breast milk cooperative, um, I believe, is also part of the CNY Breastfeeding Connection, which is um, breastfeeding medicine program is actually part of that. CNY Breastfeeding Connection. Yes. Okay. And it's a community um group of people, professionals, lactation consultants, WIC, the health department, doctors, pediatricians, we all get together uh, once a month and we put our heads together. What are the resources that we can offer our families to help them with their breastfeeding goals? And if it's a donor milk that a mom needs, we have resources um, that we can send them to. There's a milk bank in Boston and like I, I believe there's one in the Midwest um, if a mom wants her baby to get breast milk, there are a lot of smart professionals and lay people in the community that will help her do that. So um, what you brought up, the uh, Breast Milk Coalition, yes, and the CNY Breastfeeding Connection, these are community resources that you can get after with a phone call, and we will connect you with someone that will help you with your goals. No, oh, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Lots, of, lots of options. It seems like there's a lot, there are a lot of options and a lot of people um, to to support families in the community. Well, thank you so much for this information. You're My so guest welcome. has been Upstate Lactation Consultant Michelle Dwyer. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, Health Link on Air.